Let's go on to the word of God this morning. Shall we turn our Bibles to Psalm 84 verses 1 to 7. Psalm 84 verses 1 to 7. A psalm very similar to probably Psalm 63 uh, written when uh, David was running away from Absalom and he was longing to come back to uh, the city of Jerusalem um not because the city was a royal city uh but because the city was a holy city the city of god and uh this is a psalm similar to that we find in psalm 84 verses 1 to 7 how lovely is your dwelling place lord almighty my soul yearns even faints for the courts of the lord my heart and my flesh cry out for the living god even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may have a young a place near your altar lord almighty my king and my god blessed are those who dwell in your house they are ever praising you blessed are those whose strength is in you whose hearts are set on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of baka they make it a place of springs and the autumn rains also cover it with pools they go from strength to strength till each appears before god in zion the psalm is king david uh, uh sorry this is actually a psalm of kora but very similar to the psalm of david in 63 kora is writing about how he is longing for the dwelling place of god how lovely is your dwelling place how lovely is your sanctuary some translations would say how lovely are your tabernacles o god uh the reason probably for mentioning it as tabernacles because uh, there were there are many uh courts and uh, sections in the uh, temple uh, as prescribed by god as how it was built uh, during the ancient times you have the uh, outer courts you have the holy place and then you have the holy of holies and uh, so as this is a space a place where uh, uh, the people of god would gather together the priests of god would come and offer sacrifices and and worship god and that was something that he is longing for very dearly and um, it probably um, is that he is missing that coming together in the presence of god is coming is missing the experience of being together along with the people of god missing uh, out on being with god in his holy place and so he begins to talk about um how lovely is your dwelling place lord almighty my soul yearns even faints for the courts of the lord my heart and my flesh cry out for the living god and he goes on to even speak about the sparrow that even a sparrow has found a home and a swallow a nest for herself where she may have a young a place uh, near your altar lord almighty my king and my god and blessed are those who dwell in your house how privileged are these people who dwell in your house they are ever praising you and uh, blessed are those who strengthen you and uh, those who set their heart on a pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of baka and they make it a place of uh, springs and uh, when rains come collecting as pools where they go uh, through that 
place uh, to the house of god to as each one comes and appears before god in zion an amazing passage of scripture expressing um the psalmist cora uh, a deep desperate desire for god and that's something that we always need to come back to um to come back to that desire for god as very often now and then we always need to uh, put in the thermometer and check the temperature um are we uh, is it hot or is it cold or has it become lukewarm um and it's good to test it with the word of god the word of god uh, is the acid test <laughs> for the condition of our souls Uh, while we look at the scriptures while we look at the word of god it helps us to see where we are where we stand um in our relationship with god uh, you know christianity is not about following a set of rules and regulations and some forms of rituals customs traditions and culture and a culture and uh, very specially speaking about this season um you find that there would be many many people uh, who would um, you know observe the season what is called as a lenten season and refrain from eating non vegetarian food uh, until good friday um there's no prescription of such uh, necessary ritual um or uh, any observance to be done during this particular season no prescription like that in scriptures uh, n- neither a description nor a prescription <laughs> you know now uh, it's all right um as we read romans chapter 14 Uh, where Paul is speaking to the church at Rome and saying if a man wants to set aside a day for the Lord let him do so if he wants to you know uh, eat vegetarian it's fine if he wants to eat meat it's fine whatever as long as you know it's between them and the Lord and so definitely there is freedom uh, to either do it or not do it and so there is no uh, necessity um, but um, it's always good to come back to the presence of god it's always good to check ourselves and see where we stand in our relationship with god but after refraining from keeping flowers and uh, and cigarettes and uh, alcohol and uh, meat after refraining from all of them but if we still don't have god's presence in our lives all that is just going to be of no purpose are you with me this morning amen The most important thing is that we got to be walking in our in a relationship in a dynamic relationship with God in a growing love relationship with Jesus that's the most important thing whether you eat meat or not that doesn't matter uh, but if you can refrain and that can help uh, both spiritually uh, to cut down on the uh, craving for food and um, the spirit of gluttony can be dealt with by that that would be good praise the lord for that and probably that can also reduce some cholesterol levels and bring out bring down our waistline um you know if all of that benefit uh, you know can be you know achieved by these good uh, practices it's fine but that is not going to add more spirituality or not observing the season is not going to make you less spiritual are you with me this morning amen so with a good understanding of that Let's move on to understanding that God wants us to be in a relationship with him that's uh one thing that God is desiring for his people from the beginning Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden 
God would come and meet with them in the cool of the day and he would come and have fellowship with them. In this relationship with God, we experience God's goodness. We experience his grace. We experience how lovely he is and how amazing he is and how he works wonderfully in our lives. And so it's important that we uh, grow in this relationship with God. And as God himself is a relational being, he's not some kind of a power, he's not someone who's distant up there in the clouds, who's cut off from us, but he's a God who is very much uh, present with us, very much a person with whom we can relate with, someone whom we can talk to, someone with whom we can walk this journey of life. Hallelujah. That's who God is. And so to title this morning's message, it would be uh, to get desperate for God or desperate for God. This psalm is Korah was desperate for God. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. He, that's where he begins. A uh, psalm which he desire, uh, where he desires a Sabbath day or a sacred assembly with God. Um, desiring for those times when people of God would gather together in the house of God and worship God together, desiring for that. And the first thing I find here, which he says is that he finds a beauty in the holy institutions of God or a beauty in the holy ordinances of God. What I mean is that just as simply as he says, how lovely is your dwelling place my soul yearns even faints for the courts of the lord oh coming to the house of god there in the house of god there would be uh, offering of uh, sacrifices and incense and uh, all of that as according to the old covenant they would uh, bring forth worship and uh, uh, offer sin offerings and um, uh, thank offerings and all the offerings to God. They would offer themselves through the many offerings they would offer, offer to God. And uh, he found it is lovely. It is wonderful. It is beautiful. You know, Psalmist King David says, Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. There's something beautiful, lovely, wonderful about being in the presence of God. In the sanctuary. Um, it is lovely in the eyes of all who are truly sanctified. Uh, the things of God, the worship of God, the prayers, the uh, singing, the uh, exhortations, the uh, word of uh, the word of God that is preached to us, the participating together in the table of the Lord, um, and serving God and sharing the gospel with people, and everything about all of the things of God is something that is so beautiful and lovely in the eyes of all who are sanctified. Gracious souls see a wonderful and inexpressible beauty in holiness and in holy work. Gracious souls, sanctified souls find this to be so wonderful and beautiful. Uh, there's beauty in holiness, there's beauty in the holy work that you and I engage in. And that's what he's desperate for. Uh, finds beauty in the holy institutions of God. In the holy ordinances of God. In offering, uh, uh, giving our offerings, giving our tithes, participating in the table of the Lord. In our prayers, in our singing, in the music, in the worship. 
um in serving the lord and uh, you know living for the lord and testifying about god's goodness in sharing the gospel with people in discipling people in raising up leaders in building god's church and building his uh, kingdom in fulfilling his plan his purpose and allowing him to work in our lives all of this is lovely and beautiful and so he's desiring how lovely is a sanctuary in the um in the eyes of all those who are truly sanctified and the holy institutions the ceremonies the offerings the meetings the communion are all um not empty meaningless things they are um but they would be empty meaningless things if we don't meet god in these holy institutions that's what you find um he says in verse number 2 there my soul yearns even faints for the courts of the lord my heart and my flesh cry out for the living god firstly he talks about the dwelling place the courts of god and then from there he moves to the living god himself you find how lovely is your dwelling place uh my soul yearns even faints for the courts of the lord wow it's so wonderful to just come together in the house of god the gathering together of the saints the gathering together of the people of god is beautiful is wonderful but even then but if we observe all of these things without seeking and yearning and without being in this relationship with god all of our meetings and all of our holy institutions and our meetings would all be in vain and would be empty and so his heart is not just crying out for the place of worship is not just crying out for these holy institutions and the holy work of god but for the living god himself for himself because without him everything else would just be empty and in vain and so how lovely is your dwelling place your sanctuary my heart my flesh cry out for the living god and so firstly we are looking at in this passage of scripture the beauty in the holy institutions the beauty in the holy institutions and secondly we find him envying with passion for god he's envying many others with passion for god oh how blessed are they are they are more blessed as i long as i earn and as i am desperate for god i find that there are some others who are way ahead of me and then he is talking about birds first then he's talking about priests then he's talking about the pilgrims the birds the priests and the pilgrims let's read from verse 3 even the sparrow has found a home and a swallow a nest for herself where she may have a young a place near your altar lord almighty my king and my god even the birds you know they have free access right away they're able to just zoom fly in and find a place near the altar and not only that these are not just birds that build their nests in the woods but they build homes near the altar you know in the sunshades <laughs> of the house of god and they're building nests and where they may have their young and they're even making it their home and they're hatching the eggs there and the young ones are birthed in the courts of god right near the altar itself oh how blessed are these birds well i am not able to be there in the house of god how i long i could go sometimes when we miss being in the presence of god and seeking the lord and being in the house of god when we have health and strength and when we are young and when we can truly seek the lord and and serve god and really enjoy all of this and enjoy the beauty in the holy institutions of god 
if we miss them out in the prime of life sometimes people are very regretful when they are old and uh, sometimes when they are bedridden and they can't make it to the presence of god their heart and their souls yearn and cry out and it's too late to regret and to be they end up just being regretful but may we not end up in such a manner when we have the doors open for the gathering together of the people of god when we have this wonderful uh, opportunity of life and health and strength when the blood is flowing in our bodies and we have breath in our nostrils and we have strength to you know walk and move and to lift our hands and worship and when we have uh, god given life and time to serve him let's not miss it out at this point of time while we continue to you know if we continue to uh, be neglectful of that there would come a time where our souls will yearn but we would not be able to seek the presence of god and go and be together with the people of god there's something which is so beautiful and wonderful you know if you have been in darkness if you've been if you've not been in christ for a while or if you've been with the lord and you went away and uh, and lost the presence of god and lost the gathering of the house of god and lost the experience of the holy presence of god and being part of the people of god and in fellowship and if you've lost it for a while you know how much you've lost how much you lost and how wonderful and how lovely this is amen praise the lord and so he's envying he's envying the birds and he says look at these sparrows how blessed they are how wonderful it is for them how they made their home even in the house of god and how they are even hatching their eggs and how they are having their young ones growing up in the house of god and that's a desire for any true sincere person who enjoys the beauty in the holiness in the holy institutions of god and who's desperate for god would want their young ones to also grow up in the presence of god in the house of god amen hallelujah you would certainly want your children and the children's children also to come and worship god with you and grow and and be gathered in the assembly of the people of god and be part of the holy institutions of god and the holy work of god blessed blessed are those who dwell in your house they are ever praising you blessed are those who come to the house of god they there are people who dwell in the house of god the priests the levites they come and day in and day out they are offering sacrifices and lighting up the lampstand and they are cleaning up the place and they are always in the house of god they are moving about and doing the work of god how blessed are these priests they have no other you know place no no other place no other work to do but just to be in god's presence because there is nothing more glorious and more wonderful than serving god and being in his presence and so he's envying the birds he's envying the priests and then he goes on to envy the pilgrims blessed are those whose strength is in you whose hearts are set on a pilgrimage because the people of god would go up on the mount to of uh, the temple mount uh, the mountain uh, you know in jerusalem to worship god in the temple and they would have to w- and walk through and pass through the valley of baka baka a valley of baka is a valley of tears and uh, a valley w- valleys are always dry valleys are 
you know uh, difficult places to tread and he says blessed are those whose strength is in you those who are have the strength and uh, who find their strength in god as they go to the temple of god to worship him as they would go from uh, time to time for the three feasts annually and uh, also for the other times of gathering together they would go and seek and worship god and offer their sacrifices and as they go uh, they would pass through this valley of baca and uh, a place they would uh, become you know tired and weary as they walk this long journey of going to this house of god but what they have done is that they make it a place of springs the autumn rains also cover it with pools probably they've dug up um you know trenches or uh, um you know uh, uh, holes where uh, when it rains water can be filled up and they prepared the way for them to go even though it's a valley of tears but they've set their heart so much on seeking god that they have made the way you know to uh, be a place where it will be a place of water and pools while normally otherwise this valley is a very dry place and a rugged place to go through and sometimes in life you know seeking the lord and going to the presence of god is so difficult because we're going through this valley of tears and trials and needs and problems and we still have god uh, you know uh you know yet to answer the prayers which we are praying for and things that we are desiring for and we are going through this valley but as we go and and as those who find their strength in god who are desperate for god uh, we ought to be people who will really prepare the way and make it you know to the presence of god and make it to the house of god the pilgrims you know they he's basically acknowledging the joy of those who go to the house of god and worship him whenever it's the time of these feasts and um, they did not consider this as an hardship they did not consider this as something that was imposed on them that they had to do this this was not a burdensome thing but even though it was a valley of tears it was a valley it was dry it was hard to climb down climb up it was rugged it was dry but yet what happened was that they have prepared this place and made it so that they could go to the house of god and here the psalmist is envying the psalmist is envying the happiness that they would have as they go to the house of god and um, blessed are those who find their strength in god as they set their hearts on a pilgrimage they find their strength as they seek the presence of they find their strength in the presence of god they find their strength in the house of god they find their strength in seeking god they find their strength as they're desperate for god as they set their hearts on this pilgrimage they're strengthened as they come to the house of god and so you find this envying with passion for god envying the birds envying the priests envying the pilgrims who are able to go they're able to have a wonderful time they're still pressing forward you know difficulties um, come our way you know we need to and thirdly you find the efforts to reach the house of god the efforts to reach the house of god verses 5 6 and 7 blessed are those who dwell in your house they are ever praising you blessed are those who strengthens in you whose hearts are set on a pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of baca they make it a place of springs the autumn rains also cover it with pools they go from strength to strength till each appears before god in zion they go from strength to strength till each appears before god in zion they are you know taking the efforts thirdly you find the efforts to reach the presence of god 
Firstly, we talked about the beauty in the holy institutions of God and the holy work. Secondly, we talked about the uh, envying of the birds, the priests and the pilgrims as they always seek the Lord. And thirdly, we find verse 6 and 7, the efforts to reach the house of God. Care must be taken to keep those roads in repair that lead to the house of God and to set it right so that, you know, we can come smoothly to the house of God. That's exactly what they did. They made sure that these dry places would be made as pools of water will be, you know, prepared so that when they go, they will have fine water and the thirst will be quenched and they will find their strength in the presence of God. And so we need to take these efforts to seek God. It doesn't happen automatically. We will always find, uh, you know, a valley of tears that we would be in. We would always find a place of dryness that we would be in. And that should not hold us back from coming to the house of God. But we need to take those efforts to reach the house of God, to seek the presence of God. Whether it's personally or a family together or as a whole family of God together as we come. We need to take those efforts. But these are days when we can give those good excuses. Oh, I'm busy with work. I'm busy with so many responsibilities. I'm tired. You know, and many times we are also tired by the, you know, things that wear us out in life. The things that life hands us wear us out and we find ourselves in this valley of Baca that, you know, becomes difficult to come to the house of God, to the presence of God. But God wants us to come back to his presence and prepare the way. They, you know, they wanted to make sure that this journey was going to be good, that they would be able to reach the house of God. And when they were to attend the solemn feast at Jerusalem, that they would not be kept back by bad weather or bad ways, nor make those an excuse to stay home. They wanted to make it somehow. And so even if it's dry, bad weather, they made sure that the autumn rains will fill those pools and they would have water along the way. That they would have enough, you know, good roads, good ways to make it without an excuse. Difficulties in the way of duty are designed to try our resolution difficulties in the way of duty the difficulties that come along the way in seeking the lord are designed to try and see whether we have the resolve to seek god somehow whether it's difficult or not amen let me repeat that difficulties in the way of duty are designed to try our resolution do we have the resolve? Do we have the will? Do we have the passion? Do we have the desperation to somehow seek the Lord? Somehow be in the house of God? How often we take it so easy. How often we miss the coming, the gathering of the people of God and the, the times of prayer that we have in the presence of God. We miss the worship services, Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings. How often we come very late to the presence of God. How often we come one week, we don't come another week. There are times where some of us are probably, you know, assigned for work in some place or some of us, uh, you know, are having a health situation where we can't even get up from the bed or we are on a travel or something. But otherwise, when, when we have the opportunity, when everything is going well for us, do we really make, take those efforts to really seek the Lord? And make a way that bad weather, you know, or bad ways or bad roads will not be a hindrance for us. The bad path of life that you're walking on shall not be a hindrance. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
it might be a valley of tears but do not allow the valley of tears to hinder you from coming to the house of god it is only at those times we truly need to be seeking the lord even more that we will be out of the valley and be able to come up to the mountain top that we will find our strength in the lord that those who come in through the valley of baka find their strength and they go from strength to strength until each one appears as they are walking along in this procession to the feast of god as the hundreds and the thousands of people are going and marching towards the uh, temple of god on the temple mount as they are walking through this valley of baka they are collecting all the people who are along the way from the villages from the towns and they are all gathering until each one appears they are waiting for everybody to come and here this morning we are waiting for everybody to come we want everyone to appear before god in zion and we want to go from strength to strength hallelujah hallelujah build upon the things that we have already built on built and established ourselves well and go from that strength to another strength from the prayers and the worship and the sacrifices and the things that we have already done for god we want to build on top of that and go to the next level go from strength to strength until each one we want to collect everybody until everybody appears before god in zion hallelujah that's the way this man is desperate what a beautiful psalm as you just read through it and many of us would have read it several times and we sing that song which is in that you know a part of that verse uh, of that passage you know in the latter verses um you know better it is better is it for to it's a one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere i would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of god Look at the kind of words look at the kind of desperation that he I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than dwell anywhere else because ev- anywhere else I don't find God anywhere else my life is empty and dry anywhere else i'm not satisfied any anything else i do is not you know helping me it's not changing my life circumstances it's not making me to grow it's not changing anything it's not bringing a transformation it's not helping me attain the goals and the destiny that i am destined to you know reach any other place is so empty is so dry they made the pits to collect water so that it would gather water during the rains you must draw near to god and clear out anything that hinder us to come to his presence to gather together to seek him there's there are such as are still pressing forward till they come to their journey's end at length and do not take up short of it they want to rush they want to be there they want to go they press forward they go from strength to strength the company increases by their ascension as they ascend to the temple of god they it, it, they continue to grow more in number from every town as they pass through till they have become numerous as we seek god desperately we will be able to collect others into the presence of god amen hallelujah as we go through this valley of baka you know in life and with practical challenges that we face with busyness of life and the many things to do and the many hindrances that come our way while well, we you know prepare a way make alternative you know ways to somehow come together to the, as a people of god together when we do that we will be able to gather many more along with us to this numerous congregation of those who will come and experience the awesome glory of god 
instead of being fatigued with the tediousness of their journey and the difficulties they met with the nearer they came to jerusalem the more lively and cheerful the more stronger they became as they came close to the presence of god they became stronger and stronger they went from strength to strength we must go from one duty to another from prayer to the word from practicing what we have learned to learn more and if we do this the benefit of it will appear to god's glory and our own everlasting comfort to come to the presence of god and so this morning i want to ask us three questions do you have the heart to seek the holy institutions and the holy work of god do you have an eye to enjoy its beauty do you say this is all this is so beautiful how lovely is your sanctuary how lovely are your courts oh lord my heart cries out my soul longs and yearns for the living god you find beauty in the holy institutions and the holy work of god do you have an eye to enjoy that beauty is it lovely is it wonderful is it beautiful do you have this longing oh how i love to be in the presence of god how i love the fellowship of god's people how i love this worship and the singing and the songs of praise and glory how i love listening to the word of god how i love to learn this word of god how i love to go to the house of god secondly do you yearn for god with such envy on those who are privileged to seek him more and who are serving him more do you yearn for god with great envy like this cora who is envying the birds the priests and the pilgrims do you have such a holy envy <laughs> this is not jealousy but a holy envy i think it's good to have that wow the birds have this free access they don't just flying around they just not flying across the altar but they've made it their home their nest they built their nest they've established themselves there right near the altar they hatching their young ones they getting them to grow there how privileged how blessed how i long that myself my young ones my little ones my descendants the generations to come will also grow in the house of god how i envy these people who really serve god and who are in the presence of god all the time look at those look at my neighbor who's sitting next to me how wonderfully they spend those glorious times in worship and prayer and seeking god and seeking the face of god how wonderfully they fast and seek god how much they give themselves over to god and how wonderful it is how i long for that like the priests like the pilgrims who go to the house of god and find their strength in god how i would also want to go and find my strength in the presence of god thirdly do you yearn for that you secondly do you yearn for god with such envy on those who are so blessed and privileged as they seek god more thirdly do you overcome obstacles and make ways to seek god intentionally do you overcome obstacles and make ways to seek god intentionally that i don't want to just be laid back i just don't want to be lazy i just don't want to give excuses i just don't want to be burdened and weighed down with the burdens and the valley of tears but i want to make ways smooth ways 
make alternative ways prepare a way make a way somehow that i will be in the house of god that i will seek the presence of god that i will enjoy his wonderful presence do you overcome obstacles and make ways to seek god intentionally or are you allowing the obstacles to hinder you from coming to the presence of god and seeking god is your mind an obstacle are your wrong thoughts wrong misconceptions an obstacle is it laziness is it sleep is it distractions is it just engaging ourselves with technology and mobile phones and movies is that an obstacle are we watching more television than seeking the presence of god do we overcome obstacles and make ways to seek god intentionally three questions do you have the heart to seek the holy institutions and the holy work of god and have an eye to enjoy its beauty is it enjoyable is the presence of god something that brings joy is it more enjoyable than the biryani from buhari is it more enjoyable than taking a vacation and swimming in a pool is it more enjoyable than watching videos on our mobile phones and checking out stories on instagram is it more enjoyable do we have a eye for its beauty do we appreciate the things of god and the holy work the holy institutions of god do we have a eye for its beauty do you yearn for god with such envy on those who are privileged to seek the lord more who have gone way ahead of us and who are spending greater times in the presence of god do we really have such an envy are you desperate for god in such a way that you actually end up envying those who are in the presence of god those who are spending more time in the presence of god those who are serving the lord those who are fully occupied in the holy work of god do you crave for such an opportunity that i want to be doing things like that thirdly do you overcome obstacles and make ways to seek god intentionally or are we just simply giving excuses or oh, have a wedding this morning this evening i just need to go for my friend's wedding our car mechanic is getting married this morning and this evening is his reception we need to go can i go does that attract me he's truly invited us his father had a heart attack recently and was admitted at frontier and a pastor and my brother sanjeev went and visited his father and prayed for him ministered to him gave him bible they've been showing the love of christ in this time of need and our vehicle is stuck with him for more than a month but we're not angry and upset with him although it's probably 40 days now yeah some good excuses can come he's getting married this morning evening is the reception but that's not very attractive that's not something so beautiful and enjoyable let's go for this wedding sometimes these days weddings are such tiring experiences 
standing in those long queues, waiting for food, waiting to greet the couple. Indian, Chennai weddings are very, very painful processes. But how wonderful and how beautiful it is to be in the presence of God, in the house of God. There were people giving me gifts up to 10.30 at night on my wedding date. I feel sad for them. They had to come. Sometimes we give such importance for those things. It doesn't matter. Our legs don't hurt when we are standing there for two hours in that queue. Patiently, one hour for food, one hour for giving the gift. But to get to the house of God, oh, there's knee pain, there's joint pain, there's neck pain, there's stomach pain, there's... We can give excuses. But are we making way Are we eliminating those obstacles and saying, I'm not going to give excuses. Can we give excuses at our workplace? Sister Hella was talking about how if they reach at 8-1 to school, they would have to give a reason why they came at 8-1 instead of 8. And the reason would go to the management. Many of you are working people. Some of you worked at some point. You know what it is to be on time. You know what it is. Whatever be the obstacle. Rain or shine. Storm or hailstones. We even sweat blood to be on time. You would sweat it out in the heat of summer. And go like a fried chicken. But be there on time. Don't we do that? Don't we run for that bus? Run behind that chair auto? Don't we do that? Do we have obstacles that are hindering us from coming to the house of God? To serve man if we would be so punctual. To serve man. To serve our jobs. To serve you know, the, for the money that we receive. And it's good. We have to be faithful. And be on time. And do it well. And be regular. And let's not fail that also. Because God also wants us to have good work ethics. It's biblical. Paul, when he's writing to the church of Thessalonica, he says, if a man does not work, let him not eat. And so it's important that we have good work ethics, slaves and masters, how they ought to function. You have good teaching about all of that. But the point is, do we have such a desperation for God that we are able to overcome obstacles and make ways to seek God intentionally? We can take a day off and go for a wedding. We can take a day off and go for a housewarming ceremony. But can we take a day off and come for fasting prayer? Can we take a day off and go and serve God and serve somebody? How often we push these things aside. I don't want today, don't want tomorrow. Let's go next week. Let's take care of it next month. If the train leaves at 6 a.m., aren't we there in the station at 5.30? But how often it's so difficult to come for a worship service on the first day of the month, only once a month at 
I'm not here to just find fault with us. But I'm just asking us, do we have this desperation for God like this psalmist? As we read, as we heard it, it was so wonderful to read it and listen. But after reading it, we got to reflect it with our lives. We got to let the word of God read our lives. It's one thing for us to read the Bible. It's another thing for let, allowing the Bible to read us. Are you with me this morning? We're going to ask the word of God to read us. And as we look at the scripture and read our lives, does it match? Or how far is it from what the word of God says? Allow the word to read you as much as you read his word. And very often we, even the, uh, in our generation especially, we've lost even that routine of waking up and praying and reading scriptures. We've lost even that habit of reading the Bible every day. How often we have allowed obstacles to come our way and have not been desperate for God. What are those obstacles? What are those changes that you would have to make in your life? Three questions. Do you have a heart to seek the holy institutions and the holy work of God and an eye to enjoy its beauty? Do you think it's lovely to come to the presence of God? It's wonderful. I want that. I'm desperate for God. Are you desperate for God that way? Second question. Do you yearn for God with such envy on those who are privileged and who are seeking the Lord even more? Do you have such a holy envy on them? With such a desperation for God that you end up even having a holy envy. How much are these others seeking God? How much are they enjoying the presence of God? How much are they growing in the ways of God? And how much should I not grow? Are you finding your strength as you are coming to the house of God? Do you overcome obstacles to make ways to seek God intentionally? Do you, do you overcome obstacles to and make ways to seek God intentionally? Three questions. Let's think about our own lives. And make the necessary decisions that we have to make. Make the changes that we have to make today. Pray right now. Ask God for grace. And just don't say, only God has to help me. There's an old saying, it's not in scripture. They say, God helps those who help. <laughs> so if we don't do our part, even God will not help. What we have to do, we have to do. Then God will bless it. Amen. Hallelujah. So I really want to encourage us this morning to seek God more. To be desperate for the presence of God. Yearn like never before. Have a longing, have an appreciation, have an eye for the beauty. And say how lovely it is to be in the sanctuary, in the presence of God. And identify those obstacles that come in the way and make ways to seek God more intentionally. If you do that, you will go from strength to strength. And you will be able to collect many others and gather together until each one appears before God in Zion. And that's our goal, that we together as a, a collective of multiple numbers of people come together and appear before God in Zion, his dwelling place. Hallelujah. Amen. That's our goal. That's our desire. That's our purpose. That's why we live.
if you make seeking god as a one big central task of your life you will see everything else will fall in its place everything else will begin to change everything else will begin to be blessed you don't have to pray for blessings too much you seek him he will add everything to your life seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you you don't have to worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear because the heavenly father knows all that you need even before you ask him amen our god is a loving god who is desiring for us to come into the house of god he's desiring for us to come more often to the presence of god to come and seek him and enjoy his presence and as the psalmist says as how he was desperate maybe also say how lovely is your sanctuary how lovely are your tabernacles how lovely are your courts my heart my soul yearns for the living god amen praise the lord shall we pray hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord praise you jesus thank you lord jesus hallelujah worship you jesus Jesus thank you Lord Thank you Jesus Let's seek the Lord this morning Seek his presence As the deer panted for the water so my soul longeth after you You alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship you as the deer panteth as the deer panteth for the water so my soul longeth after you you alone are my heart's desire and i long to worship you you alone you alone are my strength my shield you alone may my spirit you alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship Shall we stand together for a few moments and sing? You're my friend and you are my brother even though you are a king you sing it with all your heart i love you more than any other more much more than anything you alone you are my strength my shield god to you 
May my spirit heal. You alone are my heart's desire. Oh, our heart's desire, Lord. I want you more than gold, more than silver, more than money. Only you, only you, Lord. You alone, yes, joy giver and the apple. I want you more than gold or silver. Sing it again. I want you more than gold or silver only. You can set. This far, you alone are the real joy giver. You alone are the real joy giver, and the apple of my eye. Of my eye. Oh, you alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone. May my spirit heal. You alone are my heart. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Nothing else we want. For you alone. You alone are my strength, my shield. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Jesus. May my spirit You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship you. I long to worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus has taken away burdens this morning. Hallelujah. Many of you are experiencing a burden lifted this morning. Isn't that true? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be going through that valley of tears, but those burdens have been lifted away. Hallelujah. The rough places have been made smooth. The dry places have been filled with pools of water. Hallelujah. Receive it this morning in Jesus name. Hallelujah. The burdens are lifted up. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. You're going to go from strength to strength. Confess that. Lord, I'm going to go from strength to strength. Come on, just declare it right now in Jesus name. Lord, I'm going to go from strength to strength. Hallelujah. I'm going to go from strength to strength. From one experience to another. From one blessing to another. From the prayer to the word. From the word and learning more. Hallelujah. Oh, from knowing and learning to growing. From growing to serving. I'm going to go from strength to strength in Jesus' name. Come on, lift your hand and say it right now. I'm going through this valley of Baca, but I'm going to go from strength to strength as I find my strength in you, Lord. 
Hallelujah. You're going to go from strength to strength. One experience to another. One good thing to another. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. My heart and my ear, my Lord, heart cries out for the living God. Oh, and we say this morning, you're all we want, oh Father. Yes, Lord. You're all we want, oh God. Jesus. Father, we pray your blessing upon every one of us. And even as we come together to participate in your table, we thank you and we praise you for your word says that we remember, Lord, and we proclaim the Lord's death till he comes when we, Lord, participate in the broken body and the shed blood. And we thank you for this blood of the new covenant that has been, Lord, extended to us, O Father. We thank you for the privilege that we could break bread together as your body, as we remember the suffering, the sacrifice that you gave us. Your body was broken for us. Your blood was shed for us. We thank you that we could come together as one body in Christ, as Christ's body, and participate in the holy ordinances and the holy institutions of God. And we say this morning, how lovely is your sanctuary, O God. How lovely is your dwelling place. How lovely are these holy institutions and the holy work of God. How lovely. My heart and my soul yearns for your body, for your shed blood. And we pray your blessing upon these elements as we participate. We pray that we will be renewed and refreshed and revived once again. To rise up and go from strength to strength. And clear out every obstacle that is along the way. That we will be more and more desperate for you. And celebrate these holy ordinances and the holy institutions. and The holy work of God in greater manner. Bless our time together right now as we break bread together. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.